Hi, and welcome back. I'm your host, Robin, and you are now listening to my podcast, Broken, Strength Under Control. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Well, we are pretty much at the end of September, y'all. And this year has just flown by. It went past flu. It flown by. We're looking up and the holidays are soon approaching us. And even on um, a more funnier note, per se, well, not really funny, but I'm real big on birthdays. And so um, my birthday is coming up in about a month, basically, a little bit over a month. And I'm excited because I turned 50. The Lord willing, I'm going to be 50 this year. I'm going to see 50 if the Lord is willing. And so yesterday, um, we celebrated my sister's birthday. And it was so funny because I get excited about birthdays. Nobody else gets excited about them. But I get excited about them. Why? Because it's one day out of the year that only comes once a year. And I just believe that no matter what age you're turning, you should just make a big deal about celebrating you that day. So we celebrated my sister yesterday and it was a great day. Um, Just I just wanted to surprise her and love on her and show her that, you know, I really appreciate, you know, everything that she has done for me and who she is in my life and And so we just had a great time and (laughs) the most funniest thing happened yesterday. So I ordered her one of these, um, it's called send a cake, S E N D a cake. And so you get to pick what kind of cake you want, what you want in the box and different things like that. So I found these pictures that I wanted to put in the box because it's like a keepsake for her. And so it was a little cake in the middle, even had a candle in it. And then I had these butterflies put in it. I know you guys have probably seen the ads on like Facebook, Instagram, where people open the box up and stuff fly out of it. Well, I ordered her one of those and um, she, you know, it took her a minute to get the box open. And I was just like, well, what is it? You know, even though I knew what it was. And so when I tell y'all the most funniest thing, I had a video her opening this box. And so when she took that lid off, them butterflies just kind of like flew out. And it was so hilarious because it almost like looked like it was she was like she was going in slow motion. Basically, the butterflies were not real. They were fake butterflies. But one wound up entangled in her hair. And so when I tell y'all, it took us a minute to get that butterfly out of her hair because she was thinking, oh, I'm gonna have to cut my hair. And I was just like, no, I was determined she wasn't gonna have to cut her hair. But it was the most funniest thing ever. But anyway, she truly had a great birthday. Um, 
And I was just glad that she had an opportunity to just, I mean, so many people called and just really showed her love yesterday. And so I was just really grateful and thankful for that. Um, so today, you know, I was trying to figure out what I was going to talk about today, like I always do every week. But the other day, God just dropped in my spirit, making an adjustment. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today, making an adjustment. So my question is, is what do you do when God interrupts your plans? Now, I don't know about any of y'all, but you know, God will do some things and Interesting how it's so funny how we are so quick to say the devil is doing it. Sometimes it don't be the devil. It be the Lord because he's trying to get your attention. He's trying to protect you from something in that. And so a lot of times when God interrupts our plan, it just seems like for us, or at least for me, I'm going to just speak for me not everybody else, but for me, it seems like making an adjustment seems to be the most difficult thing to do in that circumstance or in that moment, because, you know, you have your mind set to do one thing, or, you know, you put some things in motion to do another thing, and then God interrupts it and puts you on a completely different, puts you in a completely different direction, basically, is what he does. He shifts you, puts you in a different direction. And a lot of times we have a hard time. Again, I'm going to just say, hello. Um, I'm going to just say, for me, it used to be a time where I had the most difficult time, basically just like literally when I tell you like embracing change, and it's been so difficult in a you know in certain circumstances and situations where literally it was like okay what in the world is going on so you know change is always good it can be very good it just depend on your perception and how you view certain things and um and so you know a lot of times when we have when we experience change and different things that we weren't expecting change to come about, you know, sometimes it could just be a little bit difficult to adjust to the change. But I use that model, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type deal. Because sometimes you could have something just working in and working in basically and it makes it difficult to adjust i know for my job there's been like several changes with different things and you know a lot of times when it's you got good components you got a good chemistry why mess with it but you know again that's just me on a tangent but you know when god interrupts your plan it leads to change and adjustments sacrifice was the word that came to mind a lot of times we don't want to make the necessary sacrifices in order to make the necessary adjustments the necessary changes and 
whatever it is, whether it's our life, whether it is in a circumstance or a situation, whether it's in a conversation, whatever it might be, a lot of times we don't want to sacrifice. Why? I don't know why. And I mean, there's been plenty of times where I knew that I had the ability to help the situation e either become better or worse. And sometimes, you know, and I'll tell anybody, especially if I'm being petty, I'll tell you if I was being petty. Sometimes I am petty and I just don't want to bend or give in that moment or in that situation. Um, and so sacrifice, that is really the key. Without it, it can be difficult to change or adjust. Another thing, where's your faith? Because when you think about adjustments and changes, that can either strengthen your faith or cause you to lack faith in that circumstance, in that moment. And so it's all about your faith. And what is faith? Faith is you trusting in what you can't see, what you do not know, but you're going to believe that it is already so. Even though you can't see it, you can't feel it, you can't hear it, whatever the case might be, that's faith. And so God's adjustment can serve to correct, strengthen, and activate our spirits. Faith. We have to have faith when you think about making an adjustment, making a change. And that's really what it is. An adjustment is modifying changes, becoming something different or something different taking place. And so a lot of times we just don't have the faith and we won't make the sacrifices in order to modify or adjust or become something different or do something different. Because again, we can't see it, you know, but it's a matter of us trusting in the one who is basically calling us to or leading us in um, whatever direction. And so, you know, I tell y'all all the time, I'm the Google queen. I Google everything. Why? Because it's on the web. Everything is on there, whether it's true or not. It's still out there. It's on there. And so I found some synonyms of the word adjust. One word was accommodate, which means to provide for. Don't y'all find it interesting how um, we know that God will provide for whatever it is that he's taking us to and he's leading us through. But have you ever noticed how we will make accommodations for things and people that are not relevant? We have no problem with adjusting or changing 
whatever it is for something or someone that we want or we're concerned about. There's really, I mean, we place a lot of value on those things and those people. But when God is calling us to make a change or make an adjustment, we start to question so many different things. We doubt, we won't. Some of us half-heartedly do things. I know for me, I'm just real big on, Lord, if I can't do it 100%, I'm not going to do it at all. Because I feel like with everything that God has done for me, I can't just half anything that he that I do for him. And so if I'm not going to give him 100% of my heart and my effort, then I'm not going to give him half of that because he doesn't give me half of whatever it is that he desires for me. Um, another word is adapt, which means modify or alter. Modify is another word for adjust. You know, um, <laughs> this is so funny because my son, who is in the military and he is now overseas, he's married and um, they're expecting their first child this year. So I have a granddaughter on the way. And um, he would say things in a conversation like, well, mom, you just have to ad adapt and adjust. And I was looking at him like, who told you that? You know, I just feel like there are certain things in our life. Now, if we bring it on or we take it on in our life, then you have to adjust and, you know, adapt to whatever the circumstances you. But if it's something that you didn't cause intentionally, you know, or knowingly, shall I say, not intentionally, but knowingly, you did not do. You know, when he would say it and I would just look at him like you're 27, but what I mean, you still got a lot of different things that you need to learn in your life. There's a so much still. If you keep living, there's so much more that you go experience and go through and deal with. And so it was just interesting that he would say, Mom, you just have to adapt. Mm, I, yeah, no. Um, conform was another synonym for adjust. Comply with. God said that we are to live in this world, but not be of this world. And so, of course, you know, we will comply with what the job is asking us to do. We will comply with whatever it is. Like I said, something that we want to do, somebody that we're interested, we are going to comply with whatever the situation is. But when God is doing some things in our life, I, you know, I, like I said, I can't speak for everybody, but I'm going to just speak for myself. I found it difficult many a times in different situations that God would have me in where I found it hard to comply with what I was supposed to do. But thank God for his grace and his mercy, because, you know, in that moment, he could have just been like, OK, well, if you don't want to comply with me, all right, whatever. And the last thing that 
I don't know about you. I just don't want his hand to be taken off of my life because as long as his hand is on my life, I know that I'm good and I'm going to be okay. And I can get through whatever it is that I have right in front of me. Another word was reconcile. I like this word because it means to restore. And any adjustments that we make for him and whatever he's called me to, even when you feel like you've lost something or whatever the case, God is a restorer. And so a lot of times I have, you know, been praying for different relationships, especially in our family, um, you know, healing of those relationships. A lot of times it really is about the mindsets of the individuals involved in the circumstances, because if you really want things to be better, you'll work towards those things to be so that they can be better. But if not, you'll still take your stand and take your ground. And sometimes I wonder, is it really worth you being right or having the last say so or the last word to feel so that you can feel like what? Like you have the upper hand in the situation. Sometimes it's just good to be the bigger person by letting the other person win in that moment. Because again, you know, where does it, I mean, what does it benefit you? And so we know that God can restore. We He can restore relationships. I have asked, I've actually prayed for restoration in some of those relationships within my family. So that was one of my favorite one of my favorite words out of the words when I looked them up was reconcile. Now, synonyms for adjustment. <laughs> um, was just real crazy because basically what I saw was, was that adjustments is the act of making a change or is the change that was made takes me back again to relationships. A lot of times when you want to be right in something, no matter how, whether you're right or not, sometimes you just be stubborn enough to hold your ground. And I know for me, I'm just going to speak for me. And this is a transparent moment for me. Truthfully speaking, I could hold a grudge whew, longer than anybody I know. And it wasn't because I wanted to be right. It was just that I was just being stubborn. I didn't want to bend. I didn't want to give. You wasn't going to break me. And it didn't matter if... I lost you along the way because I'm going to tell you, not only was I good at holding grudges, I was good at cutting people off. You get on my nerves or you say something that offends me or hurt me. Well, I was done with you. 
we weren't having no more conversation. And I really wasn't even trying to hear, I'm sorry. I wasn't definitely going to apologize for anything that I said in that. And so in that, you know, a lot of times God will show you, you and other people. That's where that adjustment, that's where that <laughs> making a change comes into play because you'll recognize certain things. Like when I tell you for real, like I see so much of myself, especially in different people that I've encountered, um, I have relationships now where I'm working on rebuilding those relationships. Why? Because of the people that are connected to me in those relationships, especially when it comes down to my children. Um, definitely, you know, they're not, they didn't make the choices that I would have made for them because of course, you know, you never want to see your children go down the rabbit hole if they don't have to, but then you wonder why they do. But it's called life. It's called growing up and maturing, um, being an adult. And so when you make an adjustment or a change, it's called growth. And so I had to just grow out of some things and in some areas of my life because there were some relationships that I cut off that might have been really good for me at this place in my life, you know, because you look around and won't nobody be standing there with you, but you, because you done ran everybody off, you know, just based off of something that they did that you didn't like. And, and I wonder how we would feel if, God cut us off every time we did something that he didn't like. That just came to me, y'all. I even had that wrote in my notes. But the reality is, is I'm so grateful and so thankful that he's not like us. He doesn't do things the way that we do things. Because if he did, who would be here? This earth would be empty. Would nobody be here? So that's where grace and mercy comes in at. And I believe wholeheartedly that grace and mercy is a part of the change and adjustments for us in the natural. I just feel like it covers us, you know, but if you're willing to adapt and adjust to change and make an adjustment, and whatever it is, whether it's your behavior, whatever, if it's your attitude, that was the other thing for me. My attitude was terrible. And I've grown so much in that area of my life. I still got work to do in it, but it's definitely not like it used to be. But that was because I wasn't trying to change that. I didn't see anything wrong with it. If you saw something wrong with it, I ain't care if you did, but I didn't see anything wrong with it. So why would I make an adjustment to something that I didn't see anything wrong with? And that's how most of us think. We don't think that we need to be the ones to make an adjustment for something because we're okay with it, but not realizing how many people that you've pushed away or how many things that you've killed off that God sent to be a blessing in your life, but you missed the blessing because 
your attitude was funky or because your, you know, the way you felt about the person who was bringing the blessing, you didn't like them or whatever the case might be, miss, miss your blessing. So, you know, when I think about that part, man, good thing he is a restorer. So, yeah, I flunked that test the first go round, but I'm not trying to flunk the test the second go round. And so I'm just mindful now of my attitude and my actions, my behaviors, my words, my thoughts. Um, because, again, you really don't want to kill off the very thing, the very person that God might be using to bless you in this season of your life. But let me move on. Anyway. I found some opposites of adjustment, um, stagnation. And another word for that was idleness. Stagnation meant no activity. Idleness means lazy, inactive. Okay. Now I'm probably going to touch some on some toes here, especially my own. You know, um, I was working out and exercising real good. And I didn't see some of the things that I felt like I should see, should have been seeing in it. So I kind of just took a, took a step back from it. And of course I used the term, well, I'm just giving my body a rest and a break. But that was just, now I've become lazy in it. Like I'm stagnant and I'm, I know that I need to be exercising and working out because it's better for my health and it doesn't have to be much, but I didn't have to take the lazy approach and just cut it out all together. You know, I could have taken a break, but then got right back into it. And truthfully speaking, I haven't been in it in months. And sometimes we can get comfortable in something when we know to do better, but we get comfortable in it that I don't know about any of you, but I know for me, once I, it takes me a moment to, I literally have to really push myself back into the groove of things. Like I was excited for my podcast to be back, but truthfully speaking, y'all, Man, I was almost about to push it back. But then the Holy Spirit said, uh-uh, nope, you're going to do it today. And so I was prepared. God gave me a word and prepared me for, you know, when I actually got back into bringing the podcast back. And I was so excited that I did, did not wait Um because it was just an awesome thing. And this is where I feel like it's my element. Like I'm comfortable. Um, Y'all can't see me, but I'm comfortable right here. Um, another word that was opposite of adjustment of, of adjustment is remission, which means a reduction or disappearance. The other word for that was standstill, which meant no movement. So now, isn't it amazing how, (laughs) 
there could be some things that are going on that seem like you are just at a, a standstill. Like there is no activity, no movement. You don't know which way to go. You don't know what to do. And I tell you, a lot of times, I, I don't know how many times, like even taking tests, how many times I've gotten the answer wrong because I second guessed myself. I was at a standstill and it was just like I knew I had the right answer, but then I went back and changed it because it was just like, okay, well, you know, I thought too, I put too much thought in it, basically. So literally, I've literally gotten questions wrong on a test based off of not sitting still, trusting the decision that I had already made with the answer and then go back and then change it <laughs> and it'd be wrong. And then I get it wrong, basically. Suspension, temporary preventative, temporary prevention, basically. Delay, late or postponed. We know that God's delay and postponement does not always necessarily mean that there's a no. It just means that there's something else that you need before. And so a lot of times when things don't happen the way we want them to happen, we move on to something different. Waiting. Sitting still, trusting in his timing, having enough faith to believe that he's causing everything to work together for our good. But that delay, we think it's a no. You know, we think, you know, we're not supposed to have it. And that's not always the case. And I think that maybe we should just try saying, okay, well, Lord, I know that this is the direction that I want to go in, but I'm going to ask you, is this direction I'm supposed to be going in? But then wait for him to answer. That's where we get tripped up at most of the time. I know I do. It's because I'm ready to move on and I haven't gotten a sure answer about what I asked. And I don't know about any of you. We ask, I ask a lot of questions about a lot of different things all the time. And it just seems like sometimes like I could get an answer right away, but then there's other times when the answer is slow to come. And I don't, and then, you know, after you done waited for sometimes you just get tired of waiting. I know I'm desired to be in a relationship because I want to get married again. I just, I feel like I'm not cut out to be a serial dater, not serial, C-E-R-E-A-L, serial, S-E-R-I-A-L, okay? I'm not cut out to be that kind of dater. Why? Because there's so much of me that when I love, I love from the very depths of my soul and my, my heart 
is deep. So I can't just give me to John over here, then James back there, and then Bob over there, and then Mark around the corner. I can't do it. And you have so many people to be like, well, you know, you should just date. Mm, nah, I'll just wait. <laughs> I'll just wait because, again, at the end of the day, um, that's how I've gotten myself tripped up in situations and gotten involved with people I shouldn't have been involved with. And then when you have emotions and feelings all involved, it's hard to just turn that stuff off. At least it is for me. Some people know how to turn that off. I'm not one of them. You know, and so I can't just give me to everybody. So anyway, um, halt. That's an abrupt stop, pause, interrupt action. How many times have you been on your way to go do something and something else happens and you can't go do it? That's been me. I have been in some areas and some places, y'all, if it wasn't for God's grace and mercy over my life, I don't even know. Because if he decided to come back then, I sure enough was on my way to hell. That's just, I'm being transparent right now and telling more of my business and probably what I should. But it's the truth. Because, again, and there's been times when I wanted to go do something. And something else happens and I'd never go do it. There's been times when I've been delayed or held up running an errand somewhere. And, you know, I'm real big about time. I do everything based by time. My time is very valuable. So I try to maximize all my time to the best of my ability. But I don't know how many times... I have went past an area like I don't know if you all remember this, but this was on the news. I used to live in Atlanta. I moved from Atlanta to Charlotte. And this was a few years back, a couple years back, rather, where that part of the highway burnt up. And it was a big old hole in the piece of the highway. I used to drive for Lyft in Atlanta that exact same day that that part of the highway caught fire. I had traveled on that highway several times, that exact same place. I had people blowing my phone up, asking me, where are you at? On my way home. Why was a Did you see the news? No. What's going on on the news? Um, the part of the highway is on fire. It's burning up. What part of the highway. Then I get to the house and I saw the news and I was just like, thank you, Jesus. Why? Because that happened probably moments after I had left the vicinity. And I could have been one of those people caught up in that or something could have happened to me. But God, but God, that's all I can tell you. So that interruption, you know, I might have went across it several times earlier in that day, but he didn't allow me to go back that way. 
Why? For one, because of what was going on with that part of the highway. Two, traffic was crazy. It was ridiculous. Didn't realize what was actually going on until it actually happened. And then I'm seeing it on the news, looking at it like, wow, I just went past that piece of highway hours before or moments before it actually happened. But his protection covered me. Um, postponement to put off until later. Reprieve, cancel or postpone. I don't know. I work better. I'm a procrastinator. I know another truth moment. I'm just admitting to everybody. Um, but I do my best work when I'm under pressure. I know. And I will be thoroughly prepared, but I work better under pressure. Except for when I don't have all the components then it becomes stressful and overwhelming. And most of the time, I don't put things off until the last minute. Actually, I actually um, prepare myself accordingly. But when I tell you that I do better under pressure. I really do. Now, there have been some things that I have postponed or put off until the last minute. Um, I try not to operate in that capacity because I'm really not a last minute person, but I work better under pressure. So now I'm going to end here. Change means to become something different. Adjust means to modify. Sometimes we have to modify certain things in order to become something different. And so I will leave you with that. What are you willing to modify or change to become who God is calling you to become? I know some days it's easier said than done. But it is beneficial. Whatever sacrifices you have to make, make them. It, it means a difference in between your life or not. It's not really about you. It's not about me. It's always going to be about him. And so I would want him to interrupt. And cause my plans to be different. Why? Because it's for the greater good. His greater good in my life. So I'm just thankful and grateful. Um, I got past the grant writing workshop on this past Saturday. It was phenomenal. And uh, interestingly enough, she gave out more information in this class that my sister's organization hosted than she did in the class that I actually took, which was months ago. So if you guys didn't get a chance to attend or the grant writing workshop that we hosted this past Saturday, it was awesome. Um, a lot of information, but 
great information. Um, and I'm excited because I'm, it gives me an opportunity to dig a little bit more deeper in this grant writing as this is something else that I'm pursuing. Um, my sister has an awesome organization called More Than My Pretty Face. And we are excited about getting ready to get started with the, the girls between the ages of 14 and 18. It is a great organization. Um, we're still in the startup stages, but when I tell y'all it's just the change and being able to be a part of changing these young women lives is going to be an awesome experience. My friend, she's actually on here tonight. Um, she has an awesome organization also entitled Empower Him. And if you know anybody who has been in prison or in jail, want to be an entrepreneur, that's the organization that you would want to connect with. She is an awesome woman of faith. And I'm excited for what is happening within her organization also. And so look them up empowerhim.org, morethanmyprettyface.org, um, two great nonprofit organizations. I'm just excited. Um, just want to see what God is going to do through these two organizations. I'm sure there are plenty of others. Um, we've had an opportunity to partner with NC Works and we had two young ladies who actually started today as interns. Um, I asked for two, I got two, and we have an opportunity to pour into their lives, but we also have an opportunity to learn from those young women as well. So we just excited about what God is doing in this season, in this moment. Um, and I'm going along for the ride, y'all. Um, this platform is on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Breaker. I just want to thank you, say thank you for joining me. Again, I'm your host, Robin. Be encouraged and know that I'm praying for you. Peace and blessings to you.